Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Leon Fontaine. Leon is senior pastor of Springs Church with locations across Canada. He's also been Miracle Channel CEO since 2010. Leon's teaching will help you develop your own personal relationship with Jesus and walk in God's promises. You can watch his program, Leon Fontaine, The Spirit Contemporary Life, weekdays on Miracle Channel. And now, Leon Fontaine will discuss how the dreams in your life can be guided by God and will encourage you to follow the desires God has placed in your heart. Let's dive into the message. Everyone thinks that I can do anything I want, but that's actually not accurate. The Bible doesn't say, you can be anything, anything, anything you want. No, it doesn't say that. It actually says that God's got specific plans for you that he knows about before the foundations of the world. Psalms 139 says even before you were born, God knew you'd be here. And he created the most amazing adventure, the most productive life, the most incredible way to live. And it says it's beyond anything you could imagine or ask. But few people really begin to believe that. But when it comes to the five-fold ministry, which is pastor's prophets, apostles, teachers, evangelists, those fivefold, nobody can earn or aspire to those. Those are just called. And the local church is the training grounds and the proving grounds for the call of God into the ministry. People who just put themselves in ministry cause a lot of heartache. People who draw people to themselves in churches as though they have a new call and they're going to guide and correct the pastor. This is what disrupts so many works of God from city to city. So as we talk about calling, purpose, and dreams, let's not get dreams mixed up with calling. There are some callings out there that you can't just earn your way into. Just because you're a good talker doesn't make you a pastor. Just because you love the Bible doesn't make you a teacher. And for us to give those titles off as though they are called to lead and to equip God's body, the body of Christ, we err in those things. And so that's a whole other topic. But now I'm going to start to give you point after point on dreams. Here we go. Number one, first thought I want to give you is dreams are signposts on the road of destiny. There's a destiny. There's a road that is in front of you. How is God going to lead you down that road? Is he going to just walk behind you, keep kicking your butt? <laughs> is he going to keep bringing horrible things to guide you in the right direction? I believe according to the word, it's the dreams that are in your heart. You know, I had a dream when I was single. You know what it was? It was to get married. And that was a part of my destiny. I mean, some people want to be single, and that's cool. I wanted to be married, and I had a desire to be married. And then I found someone that I fixed my desires on. It took me four years. I chased her and chased her and chased her until she caught me. But that was the dream. 
And on that dream, as I was chasing her, that was a part of that dream that I, that I didn't even realize was going to be needed, that the brilliance and the strategies that she had were going to be added to what God had put within me. And together, if one will put 1,000 to flight, two was going to put 10,000 to flight. And so one of those dreams on this road towards destiny was marrying someone and Sal and I got married then you know we had a dream for children you think well, Leon you know is, is having babies a dream absolutely and we, we wanted kids we began to dream about having children it was a part of this dream going down this road of blessing and opportunity when you take a look at your destiny this road that is stretched out before you recognize that dreams are signs dreams are signposts there's people who are in business here who you just can't shake this passion to own your own business and and, and the more you work for someone else the more you're learning the more you're studying the more you're reading you might have gone from job to job maybe you're learning management maybe then you're learning production then you're learning sales and God's placed you in different companies working for different people but this burning desire in you this dream that you you and your spouse have is you own your own business that's probably a dream on the signpost it's a signpost on this road called destiny god guides us through our dreams the bible says that delight yourself in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart you know the issue is that sometimes you can have desires that are wrong you know if your desire is i'm going to be the canadian idol I, I, my desire is to be famous you can't find that in the word in fact, you find the opposite. Don't desire to have public attention. Don't desire, because it's more pride than it. Now, to be great is cool. Let him who desires to be great be the servant of all. So the Bible will guide us in many of these things, but dreams are signposts. In fact, your life will often connect from dream to dream to dream, and it'll keep going, and you'll get a new dream. It might be a dream at first, just, you know, get married then it's a dream to raise up a family and then it's a dream together as you're raising kids and and having to stick to the to, together we can have our own company maybe it's a dream as well that that's how you're going to be volunteering in the church together and doing something you'll find that you'll get a dream and it's hard to shake some dreams some dreams are just pizza and when i talk about dreams i'm not talking about you had a dream that was weird. One lady came to me and said, oh, I dream all the time. She goes, and there's meanings behind my dreams. I went, oh. She goes, I had one I don't understand the, uh, the meaning of, but the Lord told me if I asked you that you had the interpretation of my dream. I said, well, if God told you that, have at it. Well, here was her dream. She came home from work. And as she drove up the driveway, she saw in her driveway her cat was being pecked by chickens. And there was fur everywhere and feathers everywhere and blood everywhere. And, and uh, so, yeah, okay. What does that mean, Pastor? Too much pizza. She was so offended by that because she had a sense that this was a dream from God. I'm not talking... I've actually rarely in my life had an actual dream where I begin to dream about something and then wake up and felt it was God directing me. Now, some do, but I don't need to focus on every dream that I have. And, and then you can even find Christian books to interpret dreams. 
You know, they'll tell you that anytime you dream about a tree, that represents people. When you dream about a ring, that represents marriage. And so, you know, they'd say, well, a chicken would represent probably God clucking at you, and the cat would represent, you know, the... Come on, quit it. If God gives you a dream, you're going to know it's a dream. But don't focus on it. I'm not talking about the dreams you have when you sleep because at different seasons of the night, you, your brain sometimes is just cleaning up the facts of the day. Ever notice that? You, and it can connect, and it can even be religious. Man, I've had like religious dreams. I woke up going, oh, that was a bad religious dream. And that still doesn't mean God's trying to talk to you through dreams. So I'm not one of these guys that, what, did you have a dream? Tell me, I'll give you an interpretation. I, I'm literally the op. I'm going to have whatever. If God's leading you somewhere, it's going to be hard to miss. Let me say that again. When God leads you, it's going to be hard to miss. You got to be plumb stupid. I mean, you got to be wanting to say no. you got to be literally ignoring him and going your own way. God is not going to call you or lead you or give you a dream that is just barely in your consciousness. Just, just barely there. That, oh, I don't know if you'll catch it. Oh, God's ways are past finding out. They're hard to find. Baloney. Baloney. God's going to lead you. The Bible says his, his leading is easy, that his yoke is easy, his burden is light, that this pathway has Jesus walking in front of you. He's going to call you by name. But he uses dreams. And by this, I mean these strong desires that light up on the inside of you. It might be things that make you mad, like hunger and children. It might be something that you're really good at, like Public speaking or thing. There's just so many ways, but when a desire begins to come, this dream, a lot of times in our lives, this dream begins to build on a dream. And different seasons can have different dreams that don't seem really religious. I want to have a company and I want 100 employees. We've only had five so far, but I've got a passion. Good, because society needs healthy companies and healthy CEOs, and it needs great managers and places where people to get jobs and to build things and to help Canada become prosperous and to help Winnipeg become prosperous. Like, we think God's not into the political, economical, city building. Are you kidding me? That's what he commanded Adam and Eve to do was to go into the world and spread these gifts and abilities, arts and management and business and, and all that God's called us to do. So this dream that's on the inside of you, you'll find that dreams are signposts on the road of destiny. All right, Holy Spirit, number two, he doesn't speak English. What? He doesn't speak Spanish. He doesn't speak Filipino. He speaks dreams and visions. That's the language of Holy Spirit. When Holy Spirit begins to go to work in your life, uh, I've never ha heard a clear voice in English go, Dear Leon, today I'm going to have you do this. Uh, you know? And I've never heard him speak to me in Spanish either, probably because I don't understand Spanish. <clears throat> but he speaks to the entire population. And where he speaks is in the human heart, in, in your spiritual heart, is where you begin to have desires, you begin to have dreams, you begin to have promptings. You begin to have a sense of back off of this opportunity, don't take it. You begin to have this gut feeling that so many men and women talk about. Or this sixth sense, if you want to call it your spidey sense, like the movies. I don't, there's so many ways of describing it. But as Holy Spirit begins to speak to us, you'll find that he'll show you things. He'll even rehearse your future for you. Let me give you a verse. John chapter 16, verses 13 to 16 says, How be it when he, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, has come, 
Jesus says, he's going to guide you into all truth. For he's not going to speak about himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he's going to show you things to come. Okay, Holy Spirit's not going to tell you, he's going to show you. Holy Spirit's not going to explain to you, Holy Spirit's going to show you. This is where dreams come in. It's the dreams of the heart. You begin to dream about things. If there's gifts in you, you begin to dream about something. Maybe you create things with your hands, and you just see all of you see yourself, you know, building jewelry that's going to touch the world and finance the, the kingdom of God. Great. He's going to show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. There it is again. Show you, show you, show you. He's not talking about explain to you in detail. He's saying show you. There's going to be a picture. There's going to be a dream. There's going to be a direction. There's going to be a sense on the inside of you. And then it says, all things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, said I, that he shall take of mine and show it to you. A little while, and you shall not see me. And again, a little while, and you shall see me, because I go to the Father. This is crucial, because this really helps us understand the Holy Spirit's role in our lives. He teaches you truth about God's Word. Like, for sure, he's going to teach you about your identity. Okay, let me make a comment. Everybody in the building does not have their identity cleared up. I don't, you don't. Because we've all been raised by wonderful parents, mediocre parents, horrible parents. It doesn't matter if you had the most amazing parents. None of them are going to be as good as God. And so who are you? Your sense of identity, which is where is, 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 is seated in your heart. This sense of identity, Holy Spirit, needs to continue to speak to you about your identity. Who are you? Oh, I, gotta, I feel like just sitting on this for a while today. Um, a lot of people get messed up by the word authenticity. And they can miss their entire future by the word authenticity. Because, you know, is this authentically me? Leon, I just don't feel good about doing. I'll ask someone to do something or maybe on a staff member or a volunteer saying, would you look after this area for me? And I go, oh, no, that's not me. Stop right there. What do you mean? It's not you. It's just, it's just not me, Pastor. Okay, what is you? Well, you know, I don't know, but that's not me. Says who? Christians often feel when they feel uncomfortable at something, they think they're getting direction from God. Now, I'm going to just talk a little bit. I just sense God say, stop on this and talk about this. Everything I've done, I have felt uncomfortable about. Everything I've done. Everything. When God called me to senior pastor this church, I came kicking and screaming and uncomfortable. When God called us to go to multi-sites, I was so uncomfortable. When God called us to start a church in Calgary and to physically live there and live here and go back and forth, I've, I was so far out of my comfort zone. Only idiots would move away from a mega church and try to live in two cities and be on a plane. That just, that was like ridiculous. And then someone hands you a television station. What do I know about running a TV station? Not a chance. There's not a thing that God has put in my, in, in, that has made me feel, ah, oh, 
Easy peasy, tiptoe through tulips. Let's do this. And we did it, and it just went boom, and it grew. <laughs> God is so good. No. I stepped into a season of completely out of my comfort zone. And I had to learn and I had to acquire, and I had to do new things and read new books and hang out with new people and try things that I wasn't good at, and I hate doing things I'm not good at. How about you? We all do, but I began to work at it. So <clears throat> what I'm saying is, well, Leon, are you saying just go do anything we want? No, I'm just saying that when you think that God is leading you by this uncomfortable feeling that you're not supposed to do it, you better be sure. Because in your spirit, in your stomach, you do sense a no when it's not God. And there's tons of things I've been asked to do. There's tons of opportunities I've had around the planet. I mean, way more than I've accepted. It's no, 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 thank you, no, thank you, no, thank you. And they can't believe I'm not praying about it for a week. Well, pray about it. I don't need to pray about it. I'm not doing it. But it's an opportunity of a lifetime. We want you to speak here. We want you to head up. No, no, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. They got to go, well, how do you just know? I just know. There's things I just know. But then there are many things that I go to that I don't feel good about, but it just means that it's out of my comfort zone. And so when you're comfortable and you're good at what you do, you want to stay there. Every opportunity that rises for you might not be God. So don't take the ones that aren't God. But you'll need to know God's word, and you'll need to spend time in prayer. Why is it so important to spend time in prayer and to learn to get to know God? Because there are times when you might not know, should I take this promotion? Should I take this company? Should I, should I make this move? And when you don't feel good about it, is it God, or is it just your uncomfortableness? Is it God, or is it just your fear? If you're not going to take the promotion, is it God? You're going, yeah, because sometimes God will say no. Or is it just you? Expanding your business is, you know, is an opportunity, but we'd have to invest. We've got to buy this property. It could change everything for us. But by doing that, i got an overhead of another half a million dollars, another million dollars. Should I do that? Should I take it? But then i got to find more contracts. i got to go out and beat the street. You know, should I do this? Should I do this? Should I do this? It's what are you sensing that says no? Is it God? Because it could be. Or is it just your fear? Is it just your uncomfort? And the only way to know the difference is to get to know God. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more great messages from inspiring teachers like Leon Fontaine. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. So subscribe, rate, review, and share. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.